0: Side of Red read switch they'd die Rather the dawn who his motorbike Looking for legends on the Sunset Strip With a stone cold paranormal partnership Metro Tab Red tried to sell me some crack Listen to that pocket man I take that shit back It's a Irby... big legends Podcast of the urban legends. And here, your host Neil Quinn is. You'll receive our podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's Urban Legends, the podcast, which each week has a look at a new mysterious topic from around the world. Um, It is hosted by two cherubic, rosy-cheeked, law-abiding men. I am one of those men, Chris Flynn. Mm. And with me, as always, is my co-host... Neil Herbert, I was dying to interrupt you there, Chris. I bet you all, were. all of those facts were wrong, including the name of our podcast, which is Urbane Legends. I believe i yeah, have right. only been it two years, two and a half. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else you've got? I've I mean, got rosy cheeks, possibly. We're both, cheek. we're both a bit gammy, aren't we? Yeah, Cherubic. as kids say, so. cherubics—another word for chubby cheeks. Yeah, might have a chin and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Um, both law-abiding, mainly. Yeah. Right. maybe I've taped a movie off the TV. Technically, technically not on the yeah, right that's true. Law, Yeah, piracy laws. I mean, a lot of laws, isn't there? It's a lot of laws. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of laws. It's, <laughs> it's a <lot> of <laughs> of <laughs> tricky. a <laughs> tricky. Too, to too many laws. Track. Can't really do anything yeah, these days. Theresa May, you know, even, even though you're trampling on some innocent corn. I know. It's, yeah. Yeah, I've probably trespassed. I've yeah. definitely, um, bought... Controlled substances for my own personal consumption in the past, and I've definitely committed a lot of things are controlled these days. So, <laughs> what are you meant to do? Yeah, and and I'm, I'm definitely... gonna make my whipped cream without laughing gas or whatever it is that it was the ostensible use for it. <laughs> yeah, well, you you love whipping cream, yeah, of course, yeah, laughing like a maniac, yeah. yeah, And I, I need these balloons for a party, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we're having a cream party. What's your in problem? <laughs> nice good, classic cream party on the. We always have one of those on the twenty second of November. It's our <laughs> and we both we both have committed light treason, haven't we? Yeah, it was yeah. Again, of course treasons a broad church. Yeah, you can't yeah that's just you whatever. Can't move for I mean, you. I mean, we live, a, for we live in a semi-feudal country, don't we? In the UK, so you can't. Yeah, you know, it's very can't hard not to it. commit treason. Yeah, I mean. Uh, that that time that we killed that swan, that was that's was legal, wouldn't it? I had I known, you know. Yeah, but I mean you can't, can you? Yeah. You um you once drove A thousand your... years of on the statute books. can't know all of the laws. You once drove your sheep across London to Bridge without permission, didn't you? Oh, what from the Alderman, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Omen, or whatever. Yeah. Got no. in all kinds of trouble. You got an ASBO for that, didn't you? Wow. So, um, how's your week been? Law abiding? <laughs> It was. I can only assume. I can only hope. When he say, hasn't drove, driven a ship home. over London Bridge. Hasn't lived, that's so. why Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, you know how? Uh, you know how I'm a very nervous, man. Yeah, you know, high anxiety. You know, yeah. The, oh, I'm a slave to my nerves, Neil. House yeah. um, orchid. Have you noticed that I've been a lot calmer recently? Yeah. Is this your um, your jellies it's- that you've been? No, no, I don't, oh, don't, right. don't that's that's not that's not for here. Oh right. <laughs> my 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 petroleum jellies it's, are nothing. There's nothing wrong with lime jelly, Um no, I've been I've been um I've been reading one of these self help books. Oh, okay. And it's by this Scandinavian guy called uh called Fronky Jonsen. Okay. That definitely doesn't sound like a name you just made up. Well, how could it? That's a very no, Scandinavian, no, a genuine person, Scandinavian, Scandinavian region. you yeah. look, go and look it up. It's mm. a, it's in the. No, no, area, I trust actually. you implicitly. Well, you should do. You should do. I'm yeah. an honest man. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it basically gives you gives you some tips on how to. It's it's called. Um, Cave men didn't have panic attacks, and so uh, you know, I think I'm getting the getting yeah. the caliber of of self help. Good yeah, book, yeah. yeah. Cave, yeah. yeah, and it, and apparently it's true cavemen didn't have panic attacks. All there's no reports of them at all. So what I've taken to doing They would have is, they would have did it in the paintings, wouldn't they? If they, had they would it, have done it in the paintings, they yeah. You would have found some something in the fossil record, surely. I'll tell you what, as someone who doesn't anymore but has had panic attacks in the past, there's something that you do like to bang on about. Just mm. let everyone know. Oh, I'm having a panic attack like that, and they go, Oh, oh paper bag. Um and so so there's four steps really. First step very, very cold water, right? Got to plunge yourself into freezing temperatures, right? Got to yeah. do that all the time. Uh second one, only eat offal from a reindeer that you kill yourself. I mean the first first tip easier than the second, I would say. Yeah. In in yeah. you know, in, in urban brain. Yeah, I know, but I am. Um... But you can get cheap flights up to Tromso from Gatwick, so oh, I yeah, go up true. there, kill some reindeer, stick it in my um, hand luggage, the awful, yeah. pop back down, lovely. A bit of awful jerky. Nice. Or you could, to be fair, he does sell supplements which have the same nutrients, so you can. Oh, you can just use those. And do they have as... neurotropic side effects as well? Increase yes. Your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Brain. They do. Yeah. 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 Um. So and um. So the third one. Is when you're when you feel something coming on, you do a pictogram on a wall on a rock wall. Okay, yeah, yeah. And the fourth one is uh, you have to regularly uh, have sex with a Neanderthal. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay, probably. What would I argue the hardest things? They've been extinct for quite. There's a websites. Oh. There's websites. It's costly because I was uh, say, this this sounds more like a billionaire playbook. <laughs> this kind of games. <laughs> Didn't know you no, so, this kind of fun, Chris. So what it is is it's anybody Don't get me wrong, I, I I assume Elon Musk could get a genetically engineered Neanderthal sex. No, doctor. so what it is is it's some so it's someone who has five percent like you have to have over five percent Neanderthal DNA. And you can you can call, for for the purposes of this program. Oh, okay. That's okay. So people get themselves checked out, then, yeah, then they you go, become eligible for this. I'm side I can now yeah, I can now sell myself, sell my body for high money, for for someone else's panic attack relief. It's good. Yeah. Would you like, Would you like to borrow the book? I'd probably give it a miss, to be honest with you, Chris. I mean, if you're interested in the supplements, I can I can set you up with some. Yeah, likewise. <laughs> oh no, did it get you too? Oh dear. Oh well. Hey Neil. You know how it's getting colder because we've got an Arctic, we got uh, Arctic wind coming down the UK now, haven't we? It's going to be hitting. Oh, soon. it's chilly. Yeah. Big chill. The beast from the north, I think they call it. Oh, we don't get all them snows like we did a few years back. Oh, why? Don't you like snow? Actually, no. Do you know what? Come to think of it, snow's probably you... better than constant rain. Are you ever happy? No, nah, I'm miserable. Oh, okay, fair nightmare. enough. I do know that. I well, you say that, but I, you know. I consider yourself, I consider you quite a cheerful, wacky character when you're not, when you're not doing well, this not, yeah. on, 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 uh, on t- where would you say you're, you, where would you say you're, uh, you're most wacky? Would it be down the bakery? Would it be, I don't know, uh, like in a police interview? Would it be, uh, a karaoke bar? Would it I be, mean, the police in, interview does on a bouncy the castle? performer in me? Yeah, the police one. Yeah. I thought so. You, I mean, you want to impress those in authority, don't you? Oh, absolutely. And I've just got, you know, unerringly bad instincts for how to do that. <laughs> you know, you do not, spend, not you do right spend a lot of levitate. time in sing sing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you think he's just some sort of comedy performance, I <laughs> I'm thinking he likes me. Yeah, and you go, well, I'll let you decide. Yeah. i do a pratfall. You tell me, I'll just be Bill falling over. <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyway, you know, we've got this cold weather coming down. Yes, yeah. Do you know what, do you know what else is fine chilling? Uh, the, the, this week's urban myth? Oh, bingo. Yeah, yeah I thought it might be. Uh, do you know what, after two and a half years, this back and forth has really started to show, oh, it's... show, some, show some buds. some am talking <laughs> of extremely cold things, yeah. So, we've, got some, um, we've got some shoots that may or may not live. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Um, so this week, I thought we'd do something a bit different. Okay. We haven't done anything sort of a ghosty, paranormal for a while. That's so, true. So uh, this week we're going to have a look at... uh Probably good dead... reason for that. Yeah. yeah they're not popular. <laughs> but, but, but what is. Yeah. Um, so they're called dead calls, and it's people who receive phone calls from the recently dead. Ooh. And so I'm going to go through what they are, and then most of the episode is me gonna be reading out examples of or people's stories of them happening. I mean this could have been happening to me, Chris, because I've had a few calls. I generally, I don't know if this is weird behaviour, but if my phone rings and I don't know the number, Hmm. generally won't answer it. I'll put it in the screening. I just absolutely not. And especially because 'cause I've had a couple and I don't know if it's Google getting it wrong, but um like a hairdresser from York rang me up and B and (laughs) Q from York rang me up as well. I've never been to York so I don't know how this is occurring. I should they've just got their numbers wrong. Yeah, I mean, I might have been advertising the services of Irish stripper Nile Sherer oh, okay. around That's the York air, saying, around it, yeah. the York area, and getting calls from all over York. Yeah, well, I I thought you need, you know, you you're, be, you're getting muscled out of the Brighton scene, so I thought maybe York might be might be fertile. Twenty well, percent Viking. I don't know if okay. I like that. Hmm. Twenty percent Viking, genetically, aren't they? What York? The York Yeah. Mm. Maybe. But then I'm fifteen percent Viking, so oh, there you go, there you go. Uh, well, I don't know Viking, Scandinavian, presumably like lichen farmer or whatever. But yeah, um, yeah. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna have a look today at some phone calls from the dead. Mm. So what do you reckon, Neil? Excited? I mean, I've never—that's so often the case. Not heard of this one. I'm wondering what sort of lineage this is. Well, obviously it can't be that old because it's... Um, oh, phone, 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 phone phones calls. phones a part it's of it, only, yeah. you know, only 100 and so years old. Um, and I'm wondering if this probably doesn't go back to Alexander Graham Bell. So, Yeah, he was the first, actually. Well, did he get the first, yeah, That's mm-hmm. from, from Beyond the Grave? Yeah. I mean, actually, it would have been probably around that era. You, Yeah, spiritualists. You know, that would have been a good, yeah, spiritualists, so you probably would have some ghostly shenanigans in the early days of the phone. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to start, um, and I like honestly. Don't be scared. I've I've used some runes, and I've used I've got the I've got. I, I, if you check the outside of your house, I've, I've stuck up some David Soul posters. Oh, I'm fine. So, I've got that pack with Satan still going. Oh, okay, so, good yeah. because um, I'm going to. I'm covered. I'm going to start off with a bit was, from, yeah. from Occult World dot com, oh, making the invisible visible since two thousand and three. Well, don't forget also we filmed. I can't remember which one it was on there, but there was that good good witch, wasn't there? Or yeah. her blog about the power of three and all of that, Jess. I yeah, she was alright. That means really, but she, you know, she can protect us. If we need. Uh, well, well, I mean, not after some of the things we said. Well, I mean, she—if she's that good a good witch, <laughs> then she'll forgive us. It's not Jesus. Well, um, okay. Might be a bit of touch and go. Okay. So, phone calls from the dead. We'll, we'll mm. buy one of our Dragon Pewter mugs, Chris, to make it, you know. Some stuff oh, yeah. In the I at, yeah. I was thinking, you know, like how podcasts do merch and that. Yeah. I was thinking, how about we do a couple of Toby jugs with our faces on? <laughs> that could <laughs> I mean, be on. Yeah, I can't think of anything less likely to sell so loud. I wonder. could you get it on? What are those? Um, what do they call them that. Like the them from China. sites or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we'll send them a picture of our faces and go. Toby it yeah, to- Toby. Toby jug that up. You three D printing or something? I don't know. Yeah, that'd be fine. No, you know, we're, we're the ideas men in this. You're the. You're yeah, the come planet. on uh so i mean um i'd i'd encourage our listeners to get in touch and let us know if you'd be interested in yeah, purchasing a, a toby jug with uh, my face on no, or a limited edition and then um yeah i might i might just make it myself out of some clay um that i would dig up or um you know and if they go well then we could start putting out more toby jugs of some of the Better characters that we've uh, sp- that we've spoken about during the show, like Robert the Doll, or I oh, know he's uh, people Robert probably Dull, want yeah, money. A- They'd want money, wouldn't they? Um, the Monkey Man of Delhi, it'd be a good I one. Don't, I don't know. He's not copywritten, is he? No, not lot of them them Not the I don't think. I don't think image rights are going to be a problem. What's the name of that lizard fella? Sca- escape or Swamp? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah no, I don't. Sca- tree sca- sca- or something. Yeah. yeah, Goat Man of Pope Lick. <laughs> yep. Darren Brown. If none of Carrot Chase Darren Brown, perennial favourite. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, yeah, get in touch. Let us know uh, what you think. It'd be weird if this was the one thing that people got in touch about. Yeah, just all of um, a sudden, massive, massive orders. Oh, no, so- I've got to make this reality now. <laughs> oh, that was a new, really tedious business. <laughs> i am kind to afford not to, but quite resentful. Finally, making it successful. Uh, right. It's so, a no. tough game, the Toby. The <laughs> Toby's <laughs> <you should have laughs> to a jug game, lads. You do, lads Don't, do you you're not look going to get it into it, but you can't get out of it. Oh, <laughs> you should looked, looked you. into it, lads. It's a nightmare. Don't try and get out. Lath, my family's been trying to get out of the jug game for 14 generations. The problem is it's a sunk cost. <laughs> Once you've, It costs so much to buy the equipment. <laughs> um, Right. Okay, Neil, here we go. Yes, go on. Contact with the dead has occurred universally throughout history, taking various forms of... I'm gene... taking exception with this article. <laughs> right, okay, pull it back. So you don't believe that contact with the dead has occurred universally? Proven, verifiable, no, not. Didn't say proven and verifiable, did it? <laughs> no, it didn't. There's a very good reason for it that. It said universally. Uh, Contact Contact with the dead has occurred universally throughout history, taking various forms of dreams, waking visions, and auditory hallucinations, either spontaneous or indeed through trance. (laughs) In many cultures, the spirits of the dead have been sought for their wisdom, advice, and knowledge of the future. The dead also seem to initiate their own communication using whatever means seem most effective, like big bell or something. It's weirdly cryptic, the dead aren't they? Hmm? Weirdly imprecise. Well, you don't know what's going on in their world, do you? No, that's true. I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's uh, the 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 ghosts of the like the the dead ghosts world seems shit because they spend all their time. Or some of them spend all their time trying to content dodgy medium. Yeah, yeah. To give a warning to somebody's grandchildren or whatever. Yeah. So, and here we go, Neil. Here's some science. Yeah. With the advent of electromagnetic technology, mysterious messages have been communicated by telegraphed, wireless, phonographs, radio, audio recorders, random noise generators, and telephones there you have it many phone calls from the dead seem to be random and occasional occurrences that happen without explanation the great majority are exchanges between persons who are who shared a close emotional tie or both were living spouses parents children's siblings and occasionally friends and other relatives most communications are intentional call are in, in just intention calls initiated by the deceased to impart a message such as a farewell upon death, a warning of impending danger or information the living needs to carry out a task, like where their gun is and how to find them. I mean, what kind of a mobile phone plan do you think you need if you're on the other side of the Great Vale or whatever? So I think at that point it's, um, you're a, you know, like people... At the sort of dawn of the internet, used to do the thing where they would go and connect into phone boxes, so they got free, freaking. Free I think calls they called them. it, yeah, yeah, free calls, freaking. Yeah, yeah. you whistle with them, yeah, yeah. The so tones. I think, yeah, yeah. So I think it's freaking. I think, I think. Oh, okay. They've got a Captain Crunch whistle in, a, in a phone box in, in hell. Just yeah, something like that. Stuff, them they, well, we're in purgatory you now, it could be a thistle whistle in heaven. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, it just could. But heaven be. would probably have a good cool plan anyway, wouldn't it? So that's probably free, though. I don't know though. I kind of like. I imagine heaven, God would be wouldn't be up for fines. So when I was in Turkey, the government. So it's the first time I've been in a country where the government limit the internet. No, oh, okay. So like, you couldn't get on porn sites of that. Not that I was loudly like, no, in my not. hotel room or anything. No, <laughs> feeling ill just accidentally typed in. Yeah, it's accidental. Yeah, um, for yeah, for for some reason it autofills. <laughs> um, so, I'd, but I'd imagine heavens like that. I'd imagine like you, those sites you can't get on. It's probably I mean, more. It's probably more like the, the Chinese internet. I mean, yeah, he's. I mean, he's not letting you look at like you know, porn and that. No, of course not. No, but that doesn't that doesn't restrict phone calls, does it? And no, dial up in heaven either. Really I mean, really you probably have good internet, but, um, yeah, as you say, it's probably quite heavily filtered. You've probably just got, a, like, a, a heavens-based intranet that's really shit. It's just got, like, loads of training and stuff on it or sort of bits of it, like, t- team, like different teams in heaven. It's got, like, who's in there, but it hasn't been updated for about 10 years. Yeah, like, yeah, like any corporate website, basically. Yeah, like any corporate yeah. website, yeah. Yeah. Imagine it's like that. So, for example, actress... Either uh, Lupino's father, Stanley, who died, uh who died, interstate, intestate, In- intestate. Um, intestate. Without a will, I believe that means. Oh, okay. I've Never heard that. I was thinking of intestines and, and also interstates. I think that's how you're yeah, going. It's, it's one of those things that we do podcasts. It's one of the. I think that's how you pronounce that. were I mean, okay. someone else just laughing at my complete I think that's how. It's, well, it. I mean, it's better than mine. Yeah. They cried at home. Uh, so, well, this, this, so, is the, this is the comedy double act that we've involved. <laughs> <laughs> one of us stumbles across the and the other one thinks he knows how to pronounce it. But yeah, it perfectly, it's true. wrong. So, her father, Stanley, who died intestate in London during World War II, called to uh, Lupino six months after his death to relate information concerning his estates. It's handy, isn't it? <laughs> the location. Well, it was of- hidden in the. Yeah, no, the, guns. <laughs> yeah. the location of some unknown but important papers. So Ida Lupino, that name rings the bell. Was she an actress or yes, something? Yes, actress, yeah. Okay. She's famous? I'm not can't think of anything she was in. Well, I mean the fact that you know her name means she was Yeah. Oh no, there. don't get me wrong. I just no I'm just curious to find out she was in like a big famous film or something. I'm gonna look her up, Chris, that's what I'm gonna do. Already done. Got it. Uh oh, she was born in Herne Hill. Mm. So, I'm British. imagine that mm, working. I don't know any of those States. films. Um, right. Oh, she's in high Sierra. So, some calls appear to have no other purpose than to make contact with the living. Many of these occur on emotionally charged anniversary days, such as Mother's Day or Father's Day, a birthday or holiday. In typical anniversary call, the dead may do nothing more than repeat a phrase over and over, such as, Hello Mom, is that you? Hello, Mom, is that you? Hello, Mom, is that you? Hello? No. Mom, Stop. Stop calling me. People who have received phone calls from the dead report that the voice sounds exactly the same as when the deceased was living. Furthermore, the voice often uses pet names and words. The telephone usually rings normally, although some recipients say that the ring sounded flat and abnormal. In many cases, the connection is bad, with a great deal of static and line noise. And occasionally, the faint voices of other persons are heard, although the lines have been crossed. So, in many cases, the voices of the dead are... Uh, the voice of the dead one is different to hear and grows fainter as the call goes on. Sometimes the voice just fades away, but the line remains open, and the recipient hangs up, having given up on further communication. All right, bye. Yeah, enough for that. Yeah, I've got my TV shows are on. Wheels uh, where? Hmm? The wheels where? <laughs> That'd be frustrating, wouldn't it? Where is it? Where I left my will. It's in (laughs) the... No. Sometimes the call is terminated by the dead. (laughs) I mean, that's that's a bad. Can't be hung up on by the the dead. Hate you. (laughs) God fucking (laughs) hell! This is why I killed myself. Yeah. (laughs) And the recipient hears the click of disengagement. Other times, the line simply goes dead. The phantom calls typically occur when the recipient is in a passive state of mind. If the recipient knows the caller is dead, the shock is great and the phone call very brief. Invariably, the caller terminates the call after a few seconds or minutes or the line goes dead. If the recipient does not know the caller is dead, a lengthy conversation of up to 30 minutes or so might take place during which the recipient is not aware of anything amiss. Your old chin wag with desist. (laughs) I mean, you can't be that close. I thought it was like close people. Well, I suppose especially you're going back a few years, you might not know, yeah. Uh, you. you know, like you like you know, you maybe you go and visit once a month or something like it that. It could it could be your estranged brother in Australia. Yeah. You know, live live the other side of the country or all sorts of scenarios where you mm-hmm. may not know. True. I mean these days, find out the next well, day, wouldn't well, you? The... Don't know before you do that you're dead. <gasps> oh, blimey. Um, in a minority of cases the call is placed person to person, long distance, with the assistance of a mysterious operator. <laughs> Hello, operator. What are your... through? Checks with the telephone company later turn up no evidence of a call having been placed. Researchers in the field of instrumental telecom- transcommunication have reported receiving lengthy phone calls from the dead. Phone calls may be placed to the dead as well. Give him a call. Mm. (laughs) The caller does not find out until sometimes after the call that the person on the other end of the line has been dead. In one such case, a woman dreamed of a female friend she had not seen for several years. In this disturbing dream, she witnessed a friend sliding down into a pool of blood. Upon awakening, she worried that the dream was a portent of trouble and called her friend. She was relieved when the friend answered. The friend explained that she'd been in the hospital and had been released and was due to be readmitted in a few days. She demurred when the woman offered to visit, saying she'd call later. The return call never came. So what happened? The woman telephoned her friend again, only to be told by a relative that the friend had been dead for six months at the time the conversation had taken place. In several case studies... Uh, cases studied by researchers: deceased callers make a reference to an anonymous "they" who have allowed them to who have allowed the communication to take place, and cautioned there is little time to talk. Slightly, like, they will let if, me use the phone, but they're a bit tight. So it's like the prison yeah. calls, isn't it? Yeah, like For three minutes or whatever. Imagine there's some sort of like A B C from Oz character who like owns the phone, so you got to do some. Favors, wink, wink, for them to to get a quick phone call back back to the back to the mainland, which is what I call uh, the living worlds. The remarks imply that communication between the living and the dead is not only difficult but not necessarily desirable. I mean, yeah, probably would be quite difficult. Well, otherwise, you'd be getting calls all the time. Yeah, nightmare. Oh, A would well, be nice. have got dead people cold calling there. <laughs> You no, know, they're really cheap. Yeah. they're bored, so they're happy to do it, yeah. and like they like to hear people. And you know, but they're, it's for maternity, you, know, you might as well. Te- technically, you know, they're not they're not covered by uh, by they're employment union, are you know they? So we don't have to we don't have to pay them anything. There's nothing about dead people. That's the thing. People worry about AI, but really, it's the uh, it's dead people taking our jobs that we should worry about. Absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. Most phone calls from the dead occur within twenty four hours of death of the caller. Most short calls come from those who have. Where been... is he getting all of these stats? From the yeah, from from the... <laughs> the <right> little <laughs> analytical report he's put together here. He? Yeah. Most of them happen twenty four hours and in. Even on yeah. all of the examples I've cited so far, we like people. Oh, much later six, six months, months, months later. Yeah. Um, well, there's lot. The thing is, there's a lot, you know. He's not going to be. I love the- that this to is to just talk- coming from a place of absolute fact. He's just, just really dry, <laughs> boring tones. <Just> like, well, I don't know if the calls happen within 24 hours. So I have an SLA of. Yeah. <laughs> um, most vocals from the day. but this is frowned upon. <laughs> Well, the dead, they occur within 24 hours of the death of the caller. Most short calls come from those who have been dead seven days or less. More lengthy calls come from those who have been dead for several months. Okay. I wonder, could you get, like, a call from somebody who died 2,000 years ago or something? Well, so it says here, based on the fact that one of the longest death intervals on record Ooh, we go. is is of is of two years. Okay. In A small number of cases that'd be of good if, like, Napoleon rang up or something, wouldn't it? Not really. Thinking of that, Brilliant, movie, but probably talking French. My French, I don't rate him. I don't rate him. Well, no, you're gonna, but it'd be interesting. Oh, All okay. right, I don't know. Like, you gonna, go gonna see the film about Napoleon? Um, I'm quite a fan of Ridley Scott, so I might do. Yeah, and you're a francophile, it'll be epic, I would imagine. Yeah, I like, I like France, and you do. I'm not not a fan of Napoleon, but. I'm not not a fan of I'm Not a fan of warmongering in general, really. Well, he wasn't as good as everyone makes out. That's the thing. I mean, if you if you if you lose to the the brain (laughs) the brain brain dead toffs at the top of the British Army at the time, then you're not all that. In a small number of cases, the callers are strangers who say they're calling on behalf of a third party. <laughs> I've got, a message I've for got you. an unbelievable offer for you. Yes, there you go, cold calling. I you <laughs> Who the recipient later discover is dead. Several theories exist as to the origins of phantom calls. They are indeed placed by the dead, who somehow manipulate the telephone mechanisms and circuitry. They are when the you se- die, you become a master of the electromagnetic spectrum. As it was, oh, that, hey, hey, that's one theory. Oh, yeah. Here's, an, here's another. They are deceptions of an elemental-type spirit who enjoy playing tricks on the living. Oh, okay, so they're not actually from the other side at all. It's just a, a theory. spirit. It's a theory. Imitating. It could be, like, that android from that Star Trek, didn't it? Not Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek. With data. Yeah, he could imitate voices, couldn't he? Probably. Yeah. He could, he could do loads. With his robot vocal cords. Yeah, why not, eh? Um, to be fair, I reckon we're going to be getting more of these now that deepfakes getting good. That's true. Well, yeah, or it could be Alastair McGowan, whatever that is. An it Rory yeah. Bremner. Rory Bremner, yeah, yeah, uh, that other one. Yeah, ninety percent, ninety percent of so-called ghost calls coming from Rory Bremner's house. <laughs> Rory that's Bremner the same. does he do... Yeah, as he says, this is mad. Perverse, if it will be, get for that reckon's wife. Okay. Um so here's another theory. They are psychokinetic acts caused subconsciously by the recipient, whose intense desire to communicate with the dead creates a type of hallucinatory experience. So that I can oh, buy we into go into to an external Oh yeah. yeah, here we go. Nice nice boring one. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm sorry. Really oh, and here's you. another theory that don't happen. Yeah, I reckon it's that one. <laughs> If it's it's happening (laughs) at all. So, most phantom calls are not seriously regarded by parapsychologists. In the early 20th century, numerous devices were built by investigators in hopes of capturing ghostly voices. Many of them were modifications of the telegraph and wireless. Thomas Alva Edison, whose parents were spiritualists, believed that the telephone could be invented that would connect... The living world to that of the dead. He verified that he was working on such a device, but apparently it was never completed before his death. No ironically. money, see. Edison would have been interested. No was a bit of was. cash. Yeah. Although that would be a money spinner. I suppose. I, yeah. I'd buy. Like if I could speak to my dead grandparents, I'd love that. Yeah, I don't know. Depending depending on the price point. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, what's the monthly plan? Yeah, I'll wait. I'll wait a bit. Yeah, yeah like I've waited a few years to get a PS5, so I can wait a few years to get yeah, a on dead Black phone. Friday. Yeah. Alleged bargains. So, coming. yeah, I don't at all like just put the price up a bit beforehand. Yeah. Um, psychic telephone experiments were conducted in the 1940s in America and England. Mm. Interest in the phenomenon waned until the 1960s, following the findings of Constane, uh, Rod Rodive, that ghostly voices could be captured on an electromagnetic tape. So that's the electronic voice phenomena where people... Oh, is that like where you get the white noise? All yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Similized... supposed voices, yeah. 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 Is it like you, the, people when they play records backwards and all that sort of thing? So I don't want to debunk that because you might look at it, but... I. I've I've seen a thing about it and essentially they all, they all say, Oh yeah, you need to use this specific thing. It's like a it like Sanyo from 1989 or whatever. It's the best one for picking up ghosts or something like that. I can't remember the the actual brand, but it's actually like that one had a defect, which means that it does like weird noises um, sometimes. It's that and suggestion, you know, because yeah. if you say, Oh, listen, they're saying, mm. you know, whatever. Your brain will then start to, you know, even just from yeah. just random noise, your brain will go, Oh, yeah, I kinda of, kind of do hear that. That's sound like that, yeah. you say that. Yeah. So similar to phone calls from the dead, uh, are intention phone calls occurring between two living persons. Such calls are much uh rather much rather than calls from the dead. I don't understand that sentence. I'm gonna move on. In typical intention calls, the caller thinks about making a call but never does. But the recipient nevertheless receives a call. So I've had that happen. I think, like, but thought about somebody calling you. And I've thought about giving someone, but I think that I don't think this has happened since I've had mobile phones. I think when I was like younger, I'd think, oh, I might give my mate Adam a ring or whatever, and Mm. then you, and then there's a phone call, and it's your mate Adam calling you. Okay, I've had that happen before. Uh, In some cases, um, emergencies. Precipitate phantom calls. A surgeon is summoned by a nurse to a hospital to perform an emergency operation. A priest is called by a relative to give last rites to a dying man. Some persons who have had UFO encounters report receiving harassing phantom phone calls. The calls are received soon after the witness returns home or within a day or two of the encounter. In many cases, the calls come before the witness has shared the experience of anyone. And they are also placed on unlisted numbers. The identified yeah. caller warns the witness not to talk and to forget about what they saw. Sorry, I'm not following this. So, this is a call from the dead that happened before they told anyone about it. How would they be able no, to tell so about No, so, so they're saying that people get... So, besides all of the death besides stuff... Besides all the dead stuff also. they Sometimes when people see UFOs... Aliens ring them up as well and tell them hush-hush well, hush M- about that little M- visit M- we had. MIBs, Men yeah. in black, or government, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, that's probably what it is. Government, probably the, the government. It. Yeah, yeah, Up to more of shenanigans. So, I'm going to go through a uh, couple of quite faint, like the the bigger ones, and then we'll we'll have a look for a few oh, okay. more of actual calls, if if you'd be interested. I mean, we can find interest, Chris, if that helps. That does help. So, yes, this is from para- I mean. paranorms.com. Paranorms.com. Uh, uh, Gregory uh, Ranyak. Good Polish name. Yes. So, this is Charles Peck. Many of the ghost call stories we hear about are from a time before caller ID. But one recent story had caller ID which let the recipient know exactly who was calling. Mm. This verifiable instance of a dead person's phone calling a loved one is tragic and unexplained. The story begins with a horrific train crash in the San Fernando Valley that killed 25 people on the 12th of September 2008. Okay. Um, among those killed was Charles Peck, a 49-year-old man with a fiancé and two adult children. He died on impact. said, so, you know what? It was a blessing. I mean, if you're going to go, go quick. I'm sadly young, obviously, but... Uh... Um, I'm just looking up Charles Peck. Search and rescue were not able to immediately find his body. In the eleven hours following the crash, thirty-five phone calls went out to loved ones from Charles Peck. Searches for Charles I'm just Peck. finding out about these. The estate agent in Chichester, apparently. Hi, I'm Charles Peck. I see you, you in this me? house. Yeah, no, no, call, you call me Charlie. Uh, searches for Charles Peck were guided by the phone calls as and authorities managed to trace one of the calls. Eventually, they were able to locate the body in the first train car 12 hours after the crash. His phone had stopped calling them an hour before. The Peck family never heard the sound of his voice or anything other than static. They held on to the belief that he was alive in the wreckage and using short calls as an opportunity to send Charles encouraging words. How were they getting these calls? Is it possible that the calls may not be coming directly from dead people? It could be that their phones are certainly acting up in an unexplained way. It is uncertain if they they discovered the phone. According to Snopes, investigators never announced the findings. Mm. So, I mean, mean, it could be that he didn't die on impact. Yeah, I mean, it was (laughs) a... So so there were multiple calls. Did the not get through? Oh, 35. Mm-hmm. But they never he never actually spoke or anything. They never no. No, and they found him by f- tracing the phone. The GPS on the phone. found his body. Oh, okay. So here's another one. Dean Kuntz receives a call from his deceased mother is Dean ex- like a novelist? Yes. Yeah. Presumably not the same one. Yeah, okay. no, it is, no, it is the famous author. Oh, okay. Good. Another example comes from the famous author Dean Kuntz. On 20th September 1988, he received a strange phone call from a female voice which simply said, please be careful. The voice sounded very distant and she repeated the warning three times, sounding more distant with each warning. Kunt stated that although he didn't know who it was, the person on the phone sounded very much like that of his mother. However, his mother had died almost 20 years ago. Didn't find out why I had to be careful. Two days later, Dean Koontz went to visit his father, Ray, who uh, resided in a facility unspecified. Ray had some behavioural issues and recently assaulted another resident. When Dean met his father, Ray grabbed a knife from a drawer. Dean wrestled the knife away from his father and the police were called. The police arrived just as Dean was walking back into the hall with a knife in his hand. To the police, he looked like the perpetrator, so they put 459 clips into him. <laughs> Fortunately, this happened in England, so I would say, unfortunately. Fortunately, it's happened to... Mm. Actually, I don't know. Is Dean Keats American? I've got no idea. Um... He was repeatedly told to drop the knife, but Dean froze in fear. But he quickly realised that if he did not drop the knife, the police would likely shoot him. So it's not England. Yeah. Dean dropped the knife and the situation became resolved. Dean looked back at the phone call from two days prior and recalls how it made him more vigilant. It probably saved his life. Was it his deceased mother trying to help him? I mean, I'll be honest with you... (laughs) Mm. You didn't. You didn't necessarily need to call from your deceased mum to point out that dropping a knife when a lot of police are screaming at you with guns in their hands isn't. It? No, but what I suppose his. I suppose his dad pulling a knife on him. That's you know you if you hadn't been vigilant you could have got knifed up could have got stabbed right up by your by your old man. Could be. Could be. It's the dream of all fathers. Yeah. Um, so now I'm switching to... Live about. Same reverse, Oedipus Rex. Yeah, liveabout.com, and this is by Stephen Wanger. It's a collection of some more stories. So this one's called uh, Something Strange Indeed. This happened to my older brother, Matt, about a year ago, just a few weeks after my eldest brother, Jeremy's best friend, Joe, died of heart trouble. Matt received a ter- telephone call from a person that sounded exactly like Joe. He said something like, "Matt, it's Joe. It's Jeremy home? Something really strange is going on." Matt freaked out and could hardly answer. "No, no, sorry, he's not." And then, uh, and then the phone hung up. And Matt looked at the caller ID. It read out, "It read out of area." So Matt tried star sixty nine, but they were unable to trace the call. We never got another telephone call from Joe. It still seems to scare Matt to think of it. That's from Jenny. Uh, okay, so, so call reversal doesn't work beyond the bounds of the physical realm. Can't do everything, you know. Technology is not a cure-all, Neil. I mean, Sometimes here's, 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 another, here's another thought, Chris. Could they mm-hmm. be coming from another dimension? Is it another dimension we go to when we die? That's true. Don't know, just all questions, isn't it? So few answers. Oh, we right, don't right. we've barely scratched the surface of this of this crazy universe now. Unbelievable. Here's one called Say Goodbye, Grandpa. Which is what I say to you when I'm trying to get you to leave a party. <laughs> hey. uh, I don't go to party. I don't think I've been to a party in 15 years. <laughs> Probably not, yeah. So My husband lost his grandfather a long time ago, but just recently he's been experiencing something really weird. Mm. He has seen his grandfather's name on our caller ID. So we thought someone was calling from his grandfather's house. That was the first time and no one was even home. Just today, for the second time, he was at work and clearly, along with co-workers, heard the phone ring. He answered it on the first ring, but only heard a dial tone. When he looked at the phone's directory, which had no caller ID but lists who calls, he saw his grandfather's name again. What could this mean? How could it be happening? That's from Leroy L. Any, so any did, was there any? any um, so they, they didn't actually connect or anything. It was just no, getting calls a, from, from from the number. Uh, and Al- Ad- I mean, you do wonder if there could be some sort of, um, you know, uh, technical error. All yeah, the I mean, son has been bugging his phone. That'll, I like to do with. We won't go into yeah. the tragic events that I'm referring to there, but uh, yeah. Oh, the son was doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for some reason, just in case there was a story in it. Yeah, maybe. Right, <laughs> so, would have done that, don't they? They do. They do. They do. They. So this one's called "Money Is Useless." Here, so obviously, uh, um all inclusive mm. um, one of my clients related this story to me a few years ago at the time she worked for the Department of Social Services, and one of the services she offered was uh, was one of the services she offered was checked for emergency expenses. She had issued a check for one hundred dollars to one of her clients for utilities and was about to close the file when her phone rang. On the line was the woman to whom the cheque was issued. The woman sounded vague and distracted, but clearly said, I won't be needing that $100 after all. I'm dead. (laughs) I'm fucked. (laughs) You literally can't take it with you. My client made a note of it and went on with her other work. That evening at home, she was reading a newspaper when she saw the obituary of the woman she had talked to on the phone. She had died the previous day. That's from Mary okay. Mary B. Could be Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking. Weirdly, like. so I mean, I'm, th- I'm thinking, I'm thinking, second thoughts on a fraud. <laughs> does, does Mary J. Blige work in accounts receivable? I no, but she might have. Singer. She no, but she might have a client that does because it was oh, a client okay. who related the story. Do you think she'd do her own expenses? I, I know that Mary J. Blige calls her her fans her clients. Uh, okay, so it does it adds up. It adds enough. up. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so I think it's someone who was maybe trying to do a cheeky bit of fraud, but then thought, "Oh shit, I'll find out." Fair yeah. It. yeah, I bet I'll go back in time and. Die as well just to really cover up tracks. <laughs> no, I think it might be that they're, they're, you know, that oh no, that person's died. The the council probably don't know yet, so I just, could probably just still go a bit with. Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. Go down <laughs> the liquor stall. Yeah, I'll put in put in some expenses or claims. Go for... make it rain. So this one's called Unmistakable Mother's Voice. I wonder what it's gonna going be about. I'm gonna think about that one. So she got mm. the phone call, and then she read in an obituary that she died six months before. No, the day before. Oh, the day before. Sorry, I missed that phone call. Come, okay. come on, Neil. Write it on your hands. So, <laughs> three years ago, my mother passed away. We were very close, and I miss her daily. Last Christmas evening, I went to bed and woke up to the phone ringing. I answered it, and a voice that was very familiar to me said, Hello there. It was my mother's voice. The line had a static noise and the sound cut in and out. And I said, this can't be you, Mom. You're dead. <laughs> and she said, oh, come on now. She sounded a bit agitated. And then we were cut off. We were all good on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> my, we, never had a good, we never had a very good uh, to and fro, really. Um, my 16-year-old daughter was sleeping in the next room and also heard the phone ring that night. I know it was my mother's voice. She had a Norwegian accent. It was her from Bonnie O, not Bono. It might be Bono. was was Norwegian, I imagine she was Irish. But yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, it does sound like a it sounds like a dream. But if the daughter heard a phone ring, I think you maybe you could hear a phone ringing in the night, and that went into your dream, and then yeah, you... it could be like you know half lucid or something. like that. I yeah, don't... or it could be a dead mum. Hey, who knows? I mean, one's more likely than the other, but... Okay, here's another knows? one. Who knows? Was it brother? The problem is with all of these stories, it's impossible yeah. to verify, isn't that, really? Well, you can't verify stuff in the past now. No, yeah. no, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like, you know... You... But there's a lot of them. There is a lot of them. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, isn't, isn't that a form of verification? That there's yeah. a lot of something? About three nights ago, my husband got a phone call at one fifty-seven am I remember it was a very stormy night. He answered and the phone was giving him little bleeps, but nobody would say anything. Then the phone went dead. I was asleep by the phone, but I never heard it ring. And I always hear the phone ring. Only he heard it. He called the number know, back. That's interesting, the, isn't it? Mm, mm. He called the number back on the caller ID, and it said this number's not in service. The number is still on our caller ID. That same night, stormy night at four a.m., his mother, who lives about an hour away, close enough so we can see her, but not so close she's up in my motherfucking business. I'm the lady at the house now. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Oh, sassy, Chris. I know. I think you might be, might be getting into some dodgy territory there. <laughs> Let's keep just keep pushing the envelope, see what we get to. Um, also got a phone call. Her son, who was asleep in the house, and also never heard the phone ring. She heard the same bleeps, and it was the same caller ID. She called it back, and it was a not-in-service number. At about 5am. What a night they're having. His mother was laying in bed and she saw a man standing at the foot of a bed looking at her, it's gone up a notch. I mean, this is, yeah, when we're talking a haunting now, aren't we? We are talking a haunting. Or um, or an Indrid smile. Indrid, oh, yeah. what was his name? Indrid Indricold. Cold. Indricold. What yeah. that? She said he was tall, thin, had dark eyes and dark clothes. He stared at her for a minute and then darted across the room (laughs) and (laughs) disappeared. We are very freaked out about this and cannot figure out why it happened all on the same night and nothing like this has happened before. Why did I not hear the phone ring and my husband did? The phone is right by our fucking bed. My husband has lost his brother about six months ago. A tragic death. From Vicky H, there, and he used to run around very fast. <laughs> he, used like stand, he used to stand at the end of he women's stand bed at the, end of the of bed. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually he actually died in relation to that. Yeah, uh, intercepted quite, quite, quite intrusive, to be honest. With you. <laughs> okay. He got shot. Yeah. Um. So intercepted call. I just found out that one of my phone calls the other day was a dead lady. <laughs> <laughs> I was at my mom's house, and I was calling a friend who lived nearby. She was at her cousin's house. So I looked at the number in the phone book. It was the only Owens in the phone book. So I knew it was my friend's cousin's number. <laughs> the old days. Yeah. That's right. I called. Phone book? What's one of those? Says what's Gen a phone book? Oh, what, what's a book? Yeah. Well, do you mean a Kindle? Um I called and it didn't even ring. But an old lady answered. She said, "Hello." And uh, I'm no confused and dead. <laughs> Hello, I'm dead. And this and is I, the problem, you know, new technology, it's really hard to keep up with when you're dead. Yeah, um, I know exactly. I mean, you, we talk about silver surfers and all the rest of it. Nobody thinks that the, the, the you know, the, the struggles the dead go through. Well, there no one talks about those ghosts who died in the '80s who can only use Pages. Yeah. There's no no-one to talk to anymore. You know, it's an increasingly difficult field to, you know, get go <laughs> Um Or, fa- yeah, what about the fax ghosts? Yeah. They're dying out. Uh, I, I asked, is Amelia there? Amelia's my friend, Jessica's cousin. The old Lily said, no, dear, Amelia isn't here, sweetie. I should be expecting her any minute now. So Does that I mean thought she's about to die. So I thought nothing of it and hung up, as you do. I thought they left for a bit. (laughs) Don't know what that means. I knew Amelia lived with her mum at her grandparents' house. What I didn't know and what I found out when I talked to Jessica. I told Jessica about it and she said, Amelia's grandfather's dead and we were there all day long. We were sitting right by the phone and never rang all day. That's from Crystal S. Who rang the wrong number? Yep. <laughs> got pranked. Just rang the wrong number. It's got one digit wrong. It's difficult uh, on the rotary phones. That's true. Finger slips. So I'll do a couple more now if you're enjoying them. Yeah, go for it. Who answered the phone? <laughs> I was staying in a cottage in the North Wales, UK, in 1997. The cottage was owned by my best friend's grandfather, and it was in a fairly isolated location, but still on tracks which led out to the main road. It was very basic, but it had electricity and a boiler for hot water, though no central heating. There were three double bed it was a three double bedroom property with no outhouses. There were six of us staying in the cottage one Easter weekend. Sounds fun, doesn't it? it sounds, might, right. sounds like the last Christmas video. By oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and we spent much you of our time. Call from Beyond the Grave by Andrew, Andrew Richley, even though he's still alive. a oh, bit more likely from George, wouldn't it? Career death. God, oh, yeah, God, yeah that's Good rest, rest his soul. Yeah, that's a good one there. Um, we spent much of our time lazing about and visiting local sites of interest. Sounds like they sound like sex people to me. Could be. I reckon they were having a chem sex party. Pampers grass in the driveway wine <laughs> and all that, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, 100%. We decided one Saturday morning to go to the local market, calling off for a pub lunch on the way back. It sounds we like a lovely... I flung lunch. my car keys into the bowl. <laughs> <I> didn't <laughs> <had> one <laughs> the We were calling in for a pub lunch to find some new participants on our way. Anyone like <laughs> the look of my wife? Because I, <laughs> I don't anymore. I want to see her punished. Um, While sitting at the pub, eating our meal, other friends of ours who were staying in a nearby town, because they've all decamped, haven't they? Like Mm. like going off to the Hamptons, but like Wrexham. who were staying in a nearby town, entered the pub and sat at our table saying they were glad that we were still here and they hadn't missed us. When asked how on earth they knew where we were, they said they had found the cottage where we were staying, and the lady who answered the phone had told them, Meow, meow, mm. meow. Meow, 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 meow. Mm-hmm. There was no one else staying mm. at the cottage. There was no cleaner or any other person tied to the Anthony cottage. And burglar. 100%. I spent the remainder of the time in there, sleeping with the hall lights on and had never returned. That's from Claire E. Sex Pest. Um, Right. Long, long distance plan. (laughs) I've never been a believer in ghosts, but after what happened to me, I can't help but reconsider my position on this. I am a telephone sales representative. And at the time of this occurrence, I was marketing a phone service. Here's what happened at work. On Thursday, April the 26th, I made a sales call to Pennsylvania. I started just like any other call. Yes, I need to speak to Mr. or Mrs. B. The woman identified herself as Mrs. B, and I continued on with the normal sales call. She seemed very interested and asked a lot Mrs. of questions. Mrs. B needing a phone. <laughs> hey. It's actually like B... Dash, 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 like, yeah. I don't want to say what her name is. Uh so she answered some questions, but when I came to the decision making part, she quickly stopped me, yeah. insisting that I had to talk to her husband. You'd be said Do you know what i uh I very briefly worked for a normal, for a company which dealt with uh post office bonds okay, and uh, that tends to be something like that like, which older savers have, yeah yeah." Um, Because we obviously now you and I we just invest in NFTs, but they they used to invest in bonds. Idiots! Digital (laughs) pictures of (laughs) bald-looking creatures. Yeah, that's a lazy nails investment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. still still some available lazy nails new batch come out. Very limited stock left, Chris. Very limited. Very limited stock left. I would say get get in there as quick as you can. Check out our Twitter page because we do um, we we. We, uh, we we sell them on there now that um, that's 50% of Twitter traffic. <laughs> yeah. Only 50? But you'd be surprised how many sort of old, older ladies who would say, my husband deals with all that. No, I don't. I, yeah. I, can't, I can't talk about money or <laughs> whatever. Well, I, really, I can't be bothered to listen to you. But it's, really, it's really difficult because you then kind of have to go, yeah, but legally I kind of need to speak to you about it because it's your your financial thing. So. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, no, I used to do door-to-door sales. But, uh, I know, none, you've none meant, that. Sure. that was the best time of your life, the amount of times you've mentioned it on this part. <laughs> it wasn't, but it sticks to the memory. It's a weird job. <laughs> My husband deals with that. So, her objections were the same every time I attempted to close, close the deal, ring the bell. She explained that she had tried to get into change phone carriers before, but in her words, he was married to at and and refused to make any changes. She also quickly pointed out that since his retirement, he spent a great deal of time fishing and he was not easy to get in touch with. And it would be best to try early in the morning before he left for his favourite hobby. She also indicated that their long distance bills were getting out of hand because he made lengthy calls to North Carolina and felt that the plan would be beneficial to them. On that note, I decided that perhaps this was worth a call back and told her I'd call her husband the next day. The next day, I made a call that I will probably never forget. On the call back, the husband did answer the phone. I introduced myself in normal fashion and explained that I'd been talking to his wife the previous day and that she had suggested that I speak to him. You can imagine because the, shock, I'm dead. the shock and horror when he distraughtly stated to me, Lady, I don't know who you were talking to, but my wife died and I'm not in the mood to speak to anyone. With that, he quickly hung up the phone. That was that's from Mary B. Mary J. Bridge again, perhaps. I mean, she's a busy lady, isn't she? She's got a lot going on and good for her. You know, yeah, good for her. Getting into a lot of endeavours. I mean, that's the kind of thing I'd say to get rid of a salesperson as well. My <laughs> wife's debt. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it will, it will shut him up now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of hitting the nuclear button. I mean, yeah. Well, you know, they're going to meet him again, aren't they? Um. Right, do you want one more? Go on then, one for the and road. Then we'll go on to our scores. This one's just from Reddit, so you know it's good. You've got to top that one, though, Chris. Oh, Reddit, okay. This is going to be a gold standard. Yeah. It's posted of the week. Ooh. So, brief background. I work for a company that answer phones and takes messages for businesses when they're closed, out for lunch, after hours, etc. We answer for a variety of companies in different fields, including funeral homes. Oh, it's all- Ooh, okay. I'm so, already getting scared. Setting it up. Oh. The situation. I'm in the coffin now, dear. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the coffin with me. Uh-huh. You won't be lonely, about your little bucker. I am I kind of. I just want these. The problem with all of these is none of them. Are, you know, I want some like proper creep, creeper shit. They're not. They're not doing you anything. Some you threats. Haunter. Yeah. You know. Well, then, you it's know. Just gonna make this shit up. I have a bit of fun with it. So, this situation has happened twice. Uh, I used to work in phone sales, and then I annoyed his husband because I you know, spoke to <laughs> a dead boy. Um, so, funeral homes. Uh, the situation has happened twice that I have talked to the person myself on the phone, and a few times as well, and a few other times as well, and I think it's very interesting, though maybe, I thought maybe it would warrant a discussion here. So the first time it happened, I took a message from this lady whose mother had passed away recently. Body was already picked up, dressed, and at the funeral parlor. Nice, efficient. Bit of slash, Bit of bush, gone and done. Yep. Yeah. Bung her in the hole. There you go, darling. Bit of lippy, bit of blush.
1: You're <laughs> already to go six feet. You 20
0: years younger. Visitation was scheduled for the following day. She calls and is weepy and asks if her mother's phone is still in her jacket pocket because she just got a call from her number. Mm. I ended up dispatching the call, calling the director to deliver the message verbally. And he said that he'll call her, but the body is in the casket and that the casket is closed, waiting in the parlour. I say, whoa, weird. Weird. And he kind of chuckles and says, This kind of thing happens more, more often than you, you think. think. <laughs> oh, home slice. Yeah. It's You've been, been around the funeral game as long as I have. <laughs> a few a few <laughs> ghost I've seen calls, and your hair white lady. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a year or more since that call, and just yesterday I got another call similar from another funeral home. And other people I work with have had the same types of stories. I just wanted to get some outside opinions because it's interesting and creepy at the same time. Hmm. What do you reckon, Neil? Should we, get, should we get Saturday jobs at the funeral homes? Yeah, get some creepy stories out of it. Hmm. So that's it, Neil. I think those are some I've, – I've given you the outline. I've, yeah. fur, I've furnished you with some stories. I believe that I've given you all of the weapons you need in your arsenal – to score this motherfucker fairly, yeah. So, a bit bill, of a robust assessment. Spookiness. Let's go. Some of them are kind of spooky. So, I mean, because as we're going through this, you know, this is going to do well on spookiness. But I guess you know where where you're not expected to hear from them or something like that. Or I mean, some of them are treading into haunting territory as well. Like you're in the cold one or whatever his name yeah. is. Um, you know, standing at the foot of the bed. That's cheating. So I'm going to discount that. Um, but yeah, no, I think. Um, Having, I suppose it could depend, couldn't it? It's on a spectrum of... Some people would find it quite comforting to hear from, you know, maybe there's life after death or whatever. Um, But, yeah, I'd find it kind of quite... um, Yeah, it would be quite eerie, I think, especially seeing as they don't seem to really engage. Although, I think you said at the start there was one that went on for half an hour, but they don't seem to be where where you know they've been... Yeah, they're not really comforting. So, yeah, I think it's probably more on the eerie side of of these things. Um, And I don't seem to sort of say anything that helps or that makes a lot of sense. Apart from, apart from the one from Dean Coots, who apparently talked him out of suicide by cop. It's a weird story. Yeah. But then well, he is a fabulous... Him about his Yeah. Well, if his stories are that good, Chris, I'm going to have to start getting some of his novels. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's highly unlikely. I don't know. I, I don't actually know anything about him, but um, in fact, I didn't even know he was American, but yeah, you you figured that one out. But uh, yeah, no, he, he's... I don't think he's he's you know, got, like, a, a great reputation. Literally. We're not here to talk about him. Yeah, no, you're quite right. Come on. The spookiness of... <laughs> maybe we'll have to read one now just to see what they're like. Um, yeah, so... Not not Number. Not one of the all-time spooky ones. But, yeah, you know, Call from Beyond the Grave, that's not too bad, is it? So I'll give it a five. Five. So I find... Calls out of the blue that I'm not expecting, a bit spooky anyway. Don't like phone yeah. calls particularly. I don't, don't think anyone it's... does anymore. Um, so that that's already spooky. I don't know. I guess it depends on who's calling you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like if you, but I think whatever whatever it was, like even if it was my granddad calling me, and you'd be like fuck, and you'd be probably really pleased to hear him, but it would you would feel a seismic shift in reality wouldn't you <laughs> well yeah I mean you kind of like am I going mad or it's yeah. a you know quite an existential experience I would think so I think that that would be quite yes yeah, so I think it would be quite spooky so I'm gonna go a bit higher than you um and I'm gonna give it a six Ooh. so believability Urgh, um I think so I think people I think people do think that this happens. I think there is a belief, like from these people. I don't mm. know if it's completely they're not making it up. No, no, and whether that be they're having a dream or they're just called wrong number and spoke to an old woman, yeah. or whatever, right? Could be any, you know. There there are lots of explanation. Could be cross lines. Do you remember when we used to get those yeah, cross yeah. lines? So I don't know. It's eyes um, all day, but you know. Do I think it's People from beyond the grave. I'd imagine there'd be more calls if it was, but I don't know. Like what? It, you know what is death? What is death? I don't know. You know, could it be that you know electrons and different dimensions? Spirit energy gets into the phone line and makes calls. Well, it's just you know, like uh, it, you know, like any science that's very far ahead of humans that we can't understand it would appear like magic Neil so mm-hmm. yeah quite right, um, CC Clark so I don't know um I don't know I'm gonna give it a seven Neil probably a bit less for me I don't I mean yeah like you say I think there's probably a component of these where they do believe that something had happened and it's the other thing is is that the a lot of the stories, other than the one where you know somebody, you know, the haunting by the bed and all the rest of it, they're quite mundane, mm-hmm. which kind of gives it a bit more of a ring of so whether you believe, well, yeah. you know, it's called cool from beyond the grave or whatever. It's like, well, why would you make up a story like that? Yeah, none of it's crazy and fantastical, is yeah. it? It's not like you know, and then he told me about the pirate treasure that was buried in the back garden, and that's how I became a millionaire. Um, which is unfortunate, because that would have been more entertaining, yeah, be really but, good, but um. Yeah, so yeah, I think I think from that perspective there's an element, it's, again, it's with all these things, you know, rarely are you actually gonna believe that the thing happened and these these things are by and large. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna give it a, a seven because yeah, I think you know, it's just they're so they're so mundane, it's kind of like and I think I think the people probably believe that it's happened, whether or not you know, I'm not saying you believe in course from beyond the grave, but yeah. Okay, now, narrative premise. Pulls down here for me. Okay. I think none of these stories are particularly interesting. Again, it's that mundanity. That's, I mean, I think they made a movie called White Noise with Michael Keaton back in the nineties. That was so, with the tapes, so. though. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if you can make a movie out of that phenomenon, I've never seen it. I'm mean, it's garbage, but you probably could make something out of this, I guess. But I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to keep bringing it up, though, wouldn't they? I mean, it couldn't just be one phone call. You'd have to, keep, yeah, to make a plot out of it. You'd have to keep hearing. And then it had to. Well, I, mean, I could fun. imagine, like, uh, like China Mieville doing a book where suddenly, like, people started getting phone calls from the dead, and it started off as just like a couple of people, and it was like a curiosity, but then more and more kept happening, and it's like, what's going on? Like, it could be the start of, something. or 10, some war yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah, some some big big event. Yeah, yeah, I suppose yeah. it could be the premise of something. You know, you, you could you could use it as a hook into a sort of mystery or something. Hey, like and that everyone's message. got a phone these days, so you know, but less willing to use them because that's the thing. Is like you were saying before. You know, you don't really want to answer a phone if it's unexpected and you don't know who it's from. Um, whereas you know, back back when we were growing up, the phone yeah. rang, you'd answer. It, wouldn't it was you? exciting, wasn't it? Didn't know who was going to who it was going to be. Um, How jaded we are. It used to be mm, exciting when the phone rang. You'd actually, when I was a kid, you used to run to go and answer. Now yeah, it. it's just like ugh. ugh. God, why people trying to contact me? Uh, just let me die in peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, I, yeah. There's, this oh, I'm going to give it a four. There's, there's the bones of you could build something out of it, but I don't think intrinsically it's a terribly interesting concept. If I'm being honest, so I think it's a more interesting concept than your you do. Yeah, because I right. think you know it's a technology we'll have. You can kind of put some potential, like you. You can put some theories behind why it would happen that kind of would hold together well enough to write a story. Oh, that's my um, least favorite of those kind of genre movies where they have to explain a, you know, a phenomenon or concept with pseudoscience. Yeah. Oh, the Lion, like, of the Living Dead. It was nuclear waste. No, it was mushrooms. Okay. Um. So I think yeah I think I think that you could you could write a good story about this. Um, I'd, again, I'd say I'd put it in the hands of China Movil. Uh So I'm going to give it a say, yeah, But he could, he could spin a title out of many things, couldn't he? Yeah. Uh, and Reach. So I had heard of this kind of thing before, but I've never looked it up or anything. Um, I don't know that it's that massive. But there's – do you know what? Like, for all the ones we've looked at, this one's got – I've only scratched the surfaces of the examples around yeah, there. We'll go back there. a bit as well. So there's – so, yeah, um, and I don't know if it's going anywhere as long as we have phones. Yeah, it's so not going um, fast. even though we I'm mostly give... use them for looking at the internet these days. Yeah. So um, I'm going to give it a four for each. Neil? Yeah, probably reasonably similar, to be honest with you. I, I hadn't heard of it, but it feels like one I ought to have done. Sure. Um Yeah, the fact that he sort of goes back all the way to the spiritualist days as well, I think that gives it a little bit more. Um, But yeah, you can imagine as you say, it's um, it's the kind of thing, it feels like something that would just look around, although it's not necessarily got a massive hook, so yeah, I'm going to give it a four as well. So that gives us an overall score of 43. Not too bad, the bell Mm. curve there. Seems to be Um, doing a lot of falling in the middle. Yeah, I know. It's weird, isn't it? I mean, that's just the Law of averages, I suppose. Yeah, well, that's that's why it's the middle. Yeah. Um, if you want to get in touch, if you've got anything uh for us, uh you wanna tell us of any spooky tales of your own or point us towards anything, then feel free at our email address, which is herb, dot legends with an s.podcast at gmail dot com. Or alternatively, we're on Twitter at Legends Urbane. Mm. Um, I know you won't. Um, but, yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, just a couple more now of this series. Then we'll be putting out – we'll still put something out, but it will be probably, like, uh, a couple of recaps from the first series while we, um, we're we going to be doing some stuff for the Christmas uh, – pe- what's it? What we'll we do another 12 days of – well, we won't do twelve. We'll just do it yeah. between Christmas and New Year. So, okay, the yeah. boring perineum. We'll put out like little half-hour episodes during that. that quite, uh, quite a quite late last time. But there's yeah. nothing to stop you going back and listen to the twelve days of Christmas. Yes, and we've. All, yes, to, and we do. If you haven't have, heard them before, or maybe you just haven't listened to them for a year. Yeah, it, we not? have looked at. Or oh, no, it wasn't our clones. Looked at a couple of, a couple of. We looked at pretty much every single Christmas. Uh, Myth and Monster, yeah. You pretty much, we were scraped the barrel we by covered him, but it. it. was good, and we had a little plot line in there, the clones. We did. So, you know, you want to, you want to be hearing about that. Oh, I believe 100%. we got snowed in somewhere, didn't we? For, in your bunker. My, bunker. my bunker for Christmas. So, you know, that's, that's worth yes, checking out. It is worth checking out. So, um, yeah, apart um, from that, two more to go this series, big one, for the final, we don't know what it's going to be yet but, um, new series no. we get, yeah, um, and a new new theme, as there is every series because we don't want to have consistency of brand so that, that people people remember might, us, might build up some popularity yeah, yeah absolutely not, no 100% not um, so, have a good week, and uh keep safe, and we'll see you same time next week, have a good one, goodbye goodbye